Hey, welcome back. It's time once again to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. The man who puts the, uh, I'm trying to come up with something funny to say here. I don't know. He, he puts the pizzazz in the show. Maybe that's it today here. He's that's right. I'm the man. <laughs> the flash himself. Or what, are you, what were you called now? I was the rocket. <laughs> Enough about me. Let's, let's focus on our guest today. Welcome, folks, to our community podcast show. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, Senior Vice President at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We have a special guest today again here on our show. Thank you all for tuning in. Let me share with you a little bit about Mr. Andre Robertson right here. He's a co-founder and executive director of the Power One Foundation, recipient of the Key to the City of Santa Ana in 2022. He's Vice President of Shanley Studios. Shanley Studios. Shanley Studios. And let me tell you, folks, there's a list of awards. More than anything, I just want to share that they have fed 2.8 million individuals between 2020 and 2021 through their 30 locations from San Diego all the way to North uh, California, Northern California, and also in parts of Mexico. And so let's just welcome, first and foremost, Andre, thank you for being here. Uh, John, thank you so much for having us and uh, supporting the foundation and letting us get our word out to the community because we're a community-based foundation. And it's an honor to be here with you on OC Talk Radio. Wow. You know... He sounds so shy and professional right now. <laughs> Come on, Andre. I know, man. You, you are Mr. Energy. I got to tell you, I went to volunteer with my niece during the pandemic. It was at the Main Place Mall. Yes. I think the first time I went. And I got to tell you, I was just in awe. I mean, you had, how many lines were lined up that day of cars? Uh, we had, we probably had up close to 5,000 cars because we ran about 20 stations when we were distributing. So that way we can get people in, get people out really fast and came up with a system that started to work for us. Let me tell you, that system, when I showed up, was like a, like a working machine that, I mean, I did not stop like loading into cars I, it was a workout we were sweating yes. and it was just like 20 cars would pull up and it was like open the, their trunks were popping open we were putting them in yes. and it was such a great feeling as a volunteer to see the faces of the kids sitting in the cars obviously because of the pandemic we couldn't get close to them we were all wearing masks uh, wearing gloves yes what was that like for you uh, really, you know, we're still just coming back from it. It was definitely uh, grueling, but it was one of the most uh, spiritually rewarding um, things that I've ever done in my lifetime. And then to be able to collaborate with the community on the level that we did, because we couldn't have did it without the community. All the volunteers at one time, we had over 100 volunteers out there volunteering with us. And, you know, at that time, everybody's supposed to be quarantined. But everybody was worried about the community. I know I was worried about the community. Who who was not going to eat? Who was not going to have essential resources? And to see the community come out and join with us in this collaboration to make all these distributions happening, it, it was priceless. I got to tell you, if you have never volunteered, I highly suggest and recommend you go volunteer with you all or an organization somewhere else, wherever you're listening to this. Because how do you recruit? A hundred people during a pandemic when people are scared to be around other people, how did you do that? 
Well, you know, really, it's you you build it and they'll come. So for me, even when I got to the first distribution, I'm like, okay, uh, oh, Lord, I don't know if I'm going to have volunteers here. I don't, I, you know, you're nervous because you've put something together that you hope the community will come out and support. But we got to the first distribution and the community came out. So and that where was, was your first distribution? First distribution was at Magnolia Science Academy in Santa Ana. That was the first one coming out of the pandemic. First one. We had the first one almost at a 10-mile line. And Wait, we, did you say 10-mile line? 10-mile line. Wow. And we get a call from, well, I got a call from the police department, Santa Ana Police Department, like, hey, Mr. Robeson, we're going to shut you down because it's really unsafe the way the traffic's going. But I'm like, you know, the community needs us. And they're like, no, we're not shutting you down just to shut you down. We're actually going to partner with you. We'll help you take care of the traffic and everything so that you can get these essential resources out. And that turned the curve. And then we were always putting things out there to the community like, hey, come and join us. Come and join us. And then we did have a core team that we had. We, you know, I've been doing this over 16 years. And so we had a core team that was there existing. And then once the community saw, like, wait a minute this is out there and this is making change. No, I'm not going to stay in the house. I'm going to go out here and help others who are less fortunate than me. And that's when the magic began. That's when you started to see so many people and corporations, mm -hmm. you know, helpful, uh, helpful Honda. Don't even start with the list because <laughs> right, I've like, seen your list yeah. <laughs> and we'll be here the whole sh I mean, the amount of people yes. that, and kudos to all of them by, by all means, you know, yes. uh, for those listening, go to the power one foundation website because you will see it was just a beautiful thing of people coming together. It was. And then even like Ikea, you know, Ikea managing distributions on our behalf to be able to get food out in Costa Mesa so that way we can have other distributions. That was huge. I remember at one point you and I were talking and one of the challenges you were facing was storing a lot of the food because there was so much food to be given out. Yes. And it was like these challenges that come up that maybe you didn't have before because it's so much, right? Yeah, well, I mean, when we started the pandemic, we had no warehouse. Wow. We had just moved out of a smaller warehouse and, and was adjusting and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and then partner at the time, the Orange County Food Bank, is like, okay, yeah, we'll give you the food. Kudos to them. Yes, Shout out to the like, food bank, right? That, I mean, you're talking about wonderful partnerships that came together to make a miracle happen in people's lives, and we were the conduit. When you're looking at that, we had uh, got introduced to Reuben Smith, Yes. Who knows everybody? Mr. Ruben Smith. He's part of our chamber. Let's tie in the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. He's one of our advisors. He's on our advisory board. Mr. Ruben Smith, he's an attorney, right? So the Orange County uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce has been helping us without even knowing they were helping us. And here Ruben is, says, hey, let me go talk to Northgate Markets. He talks wow. to Northgate Markets. Northgate Markets says, hey, you know what? We have a store we're building in Costa Mesa, but we're not doing anything with it through the pandemic. We're going to give it to you so that way you can use it as a warehouse biggest blessing I ever got in my life and wow. I have to give a shout out to Mr. Alfonso Calderon because he's the one that made the introduction to Ruben and he's you know and he was you know a spiritual brother next to me like you know what brother just fly just yeah. just jump off the cliff and fly and let God do the rest so Northgate comes in donates 30,000 square feet to us um, also donates refrigerated trailers to us and um, and at that time we couldn't even get an account so Northgate uses their account to give us even more trailers and wow. then we start renting trucks from Ryder Penske they're supporting us and then I it, saw those trucks they're pulling in with um, pallets of pallets food. of food I, I remember Goodwill walking up trucks to, yes I remember walking up to the one at the fairgrounds there's these trucks just pulling up with pallets of food and pallets, pallets of, food. of food it was something that and I know you have video of it maybe it's on your guys's website absolutely um, for those that didn't get to witness it you mentioned earlier 
16 years you've been doing this. Yes, sir. Where did this all start from? Tell us about so, you. I know your grandmother, right? Yes, my grandmother and my mom. About the foundation, how it got started. Yeah, Tell absolutely. Us. So I was running uh, my record label down on 4th and Main in Santa Ana uh, on the third floor. So I had a Latin radio station, gospel radio station, R&B hip-hop radio station. Which is your, your, your career, right? My career. Yes. You know, in movies and film and music and running a studio. So I'm doing a studio, but people would come and ask us for food. And my mom's like, just like this is a sign maybe we need to go here so i started out rumbling through five thousand pounds of food just to get food out in santa Ana. and we've been from dale high center all the way down to elementary schools just passing out food and from that moment we just kept doing it kept doing it and then it started to grow so we had official no one left behind which was the first foundation which is still running today with my mom and my grandmother and we just uh, no one left behind no one left behind what a name Wow, that's yeah. such a beautiful name. Kudos to your grandmother and, my and your mom. mother. Yeah. And they're still running that. Still running it, because I grew up taking care of the physically and mentally challenged. That's what I do first still to this day. Uh, we take care of the physically and mentally challenged, and that's what led into going into the community. So I was born in a servitude, wow. and that's what my grandmother taught me. She's like, you must serve in wow. any way, capacity you can. If you see a that's problem, beautiful. fix it. And so at a young age... You were already doing this yes. while doing it in your career, but then it kind of consumed you, right? It did because uh, you remember they had the bus station and they had put a lot of the homeless down at the bus station. Well, we were providing 500 meals almost a day there, cooking it out of our kitchen at the house, at the business. In downtown area there, downtown right? Downtown area, that the bus old bus station. So wow. we were one of the first uh, nonprofits there helping them you know, get that program together because I just passed it by, pulled in like, hey, you guys need help? And they were like, yeah, we really do. We need all these meals. And then my mom had already started collecting food from Chipotle, Pizza Hut, uh, twenty uh, season fifty two. So they already had started donating food food to us. And since we served over twenty four people in our homes, we knew how to do bulk food. So we started fixing these plates, picking the food up, putting it in our pots and pans, taking it to the bus station. And me, my mom, and other volunteers wait, would come. And wait, this started from your home. This started from my home. In your house. Yes. You guys are like food there, yes. organizing it. Wow. Yes. So from that, it was just like, okay, what else could we do? And in the type of person I am in the, in the entertainment industry, I'm like, oh, how can we do it bigger and better? You know, and so that's where my brain went. And then so that's where I started Power of One. My mom's like, you know, you're not going to be successful till you really do it on your own. Power of One is your key. And I never listened to her. Then the pandemic starts to roll around and I get a vision from God, like, you need to go out and feed people. And everybody around me is mad. Like, no, you need to stay home. This virus is, is deadly. The fear factor. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm stepping out on faith. This is what I'm supposed to do. One of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Wow. And so that is where Power One Foundation really was established. Yes, 2019, right before the pandemic. And here I am thinking I'm about to take my entertainment savvy and put this in and do something totally different. No, and then the pandemic hits and... Okay, your marching orders are set. So what, what happened to your entertainment that you were doing? What It just kind of got put on hold? It got put on hold because I was planning concerts, uh, movies to be uh, filmed and different things because mm -hmm. I'm on the producing side as well as yes. an actor in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And it just got put on hold. So uh, what I did was take the time in that time to just develop the music, develop the, 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 the screenplays and different things that I was working on. And then I fast forward toward the uh, last part of the major crunch of the pandemic. I get introduced to someone who says, hey, I need a vice president for my movie studio. You're the perfect person. So doing all that homework, feeding people and being there for the community led to a blessing for myself. The reason why I touched on your career 
and it's so important is because we're going to talk about how it all tied in later. Yes. Right? Share with us some of the amazing things you're doing now with some big names, some celebrities, some some big name, uh, Banda MS, right? Yeah. Snoop so, Doggy Dog. Share with us about, about that. So in 2021, our vice president in the foundation, Sarah Jaime, was uh, actually in close relationship with a lot of Latin bands. So she had a relationship to connect to Banda MS. So in 2021, we were able to do a concert with Banda MS Live Nation down in San Diego, where $2 from every ticket was donated to our foundation to be able to put back into the efforts. And we were able to create October 10th uh, Banda Mese Day in San Diego every wow. year. And so it's... that led me to believe like, okay, how as a foundation am I going to be able to raise money? And I didn't want to do it in the traditional ways because I'm from entertainment. And I'm related, you know, not related, I'm, I'm connected with a lot of key artists that make waves in this industry but have a voice. And so for me, I was like, okay, I need to put a tour together that covers the main theme of what we're doing. And then all the violence and different things started happening. So I was like, okay, we need to stop the violence tour. And so that's what I developed over the last three years and culminating to now and having acts like Snoop Dogg interested, uh, B. Howard, Michael Jackson's son interested, other top name artists who said, you know what? Yeah, we'll join you on this mission to be able to spread the word. And then the goal is to raise money, but also put community centers and partner with existing community centers to be able to put resources within those community centers that can cover either a 10 to 25 mile radius. Because I, the one thing the pandemic taught, taught me in going out and doing this, you can go out and have a foundation and you can have all the food and you can want to have all the accolades, but really it's through collaboration that you really build because you build priceless relationships that take you into the future. And we're all vying for the same thing as a foundation, right? We all either want to feed someone or we're behind cancer. We're just about bettering our communities. And so... Master, not mastering, but just learning to master the collaboration with other foundations and their strengths and blending them with our strengths is, is what makes this world run. It's interesting you say the whole collaboration um, because that's what our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is, is we're a network of you know business owners, nonprofits. And as you mentioned earlier, Mr. Ruben Smith, who's part of us, who you met and then kind of hopefully helped open some doors. I know you're very humble. I, I know you don't like to talk about these things, but I mean, you were California Nonprofit of the Year for 2020. That's huge. You were inducted into the Congress as a foundation. Yes. Right? Um, you also received the key to the city of Santa Ana, yes. which is a huge award. I was there present at that event. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. What, is, what does that mean from... Uh, I, and I know you're very humble. You don't like to talk about these things. But what does that mean for you as far as like how fast things have gone and, and obviously the pandemic? Share with us a little bit about that whole experience. For, for, for us, you know, getting inducted into Congress by Congressman uh, Lucrea and having his representatives like Gabby Lemus in the community, seeing boots on the ground, what we're doing. Uh, Senator Tom Mumberg, uh, Nonprofit of the Year. Uh, Supervisor uh, Katrina Foley uh, giving us uh, Nonprofit of the Year from her mayor standpoint from when she was mayor. Those recognitions just really let me know that 16 years of doing this, because with these two hands, I've fed over 11 million people. 11, 11 million, million people. people. Wow. With my family. And by the way, I'm looking at your hands and... <laughs> 
I know you're made to do work. You, you were a basketball player in your life, right? You got basketball, fa- football, yes, track. Yes, you're sir. six foot. What is it? Six four. Yes, six four. We were just talking about the whole you and and Paul here, our producer. You're competing on who has a bigger shoe size. He's fourteen. <laughs> you're fifteen. Yes, sir. You know, uh, before the show started, that was really cool. Share with me a little bit about your. Your wife, right? Newlyweds, uh, yeah, right? Congratulations. Newlyweds. Yes, absolutely. Because she's um, a big part of all this. She is. So, you know, about 10 years ago, here I am, you know, doing this at our old uh, our old warehouse and moving this food that I've been doing for so long. Uh, met her when I was working uh, with Donnie B. Lord, uh, Michael Jackson's protege in the entertainment industry and met her. And we were friends for a long time. And she saw what I was doing. I was like, wow, she's coming in and she's lifting boxes out the freezer and lifting all this heavy stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, wow. Like, wow. oh, might have somebody that can really run with me. And you never want to pressure somebody into something you love. Exactly. But she came in with an open heart and just her herself, she loves community. Yes. You know, she owes a lot of love in her heart. So once she started really blending with me in the foundation and just working with me, you know, not with me, not dating, nothing, just working with me, I really saw different qualities in her that I'm like, wow, she really loves people. You know, you blend these two together and you create something. So she started helping me and my family with official no one left behind. And I saw her fall in love with community. You know, and she had done and then, some... And in that process, you fell in love with her. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> fell in love with each other. Yes. and Because, um, you know, it's... It, I mean, I've been married 16 years, and I know what it's like. you got to have the same vision you or the you same do. heart, right? I mean, that's so beautiful. When I, when I would go to volunteer with you guys, I saw how you guys were all, like, on the same page. It's like a team. Like, yes. as you know, you played basketball, you played sports. It's a team. Right? It's that team concept. And yeah. it's like, you know, you're quarterback and running back or whatever you want to call it on the team. But you guys are like, it's beautiful to see how will you two work together. Yeah, you know, it, it was really, a, you know, it was really a miracle because, you know, we were basically thrust into something during the pandemic. And that could either break two people or it could either bring you closer. But we found ways. Now, there were days we drove each other crazy because I'm not easy to work with. Because I'm no, not. I, come on. <laughs> I'm not easy to work with. So, uh, you know, I, I, I have, think all men are like that. Yeah, yeah. We're very easy to to work with come on now <laughs> but we navigated it through i was like okay yes. cool i'm gonna take the physical section you take the business section i'll yes. give you some of my business savvy and shoot she learned how to make websites she learned how to market yeah. like and these were all things that i knew how to do but i'm like i can't do everything exactly and she rose up to the occasion you know and you see our front face and you're like okay wow and then the coordinating of all these events toy drives and you know these are all things we learned during that pandemic okay how do we have five thousand people come through and we're doing business with you know with ikea orange county fairgrounds they you know their business is flush so you can't come in there not knowing what you're doing exactly and so that was the that was a real real fun dynamic to really experience with our you know with our partnership that's beautiful i know you recently got married so congratulations on behalf of all of us and i think am i allowed to share oh definitely allowed to share because it's it's out there so (laughs) (laughs) you're expecting right yes expecting congratulations yeah Yeah, you know it's crazy you know you go feed people and then you get to 21 21's like a year and then 22 is like okay god starts saying okay well this year you're gonna have this and this you're gonna do this and you're still gonna help the community yes so it's been a blessing of a year congratulations that's beautiful and you you mentioned the toy drive i was there that day and i volunteered and we were all part of it and 
I got to tell you, share with us that toy drive was the cars. I mean, how, how many cars went through that toy drive that that, uh, we, was, that we did that one time? That one time we had, we, we must have had about like 2,000 that came through. 2,000 yeah. cars for that toy drive. Yeah. That was another beautiful sight to see. You had a lot of partnerships in there. Yes. Yeah, I, I know my nephews performed that day. Yeah, those, those, I mean, those, come on, yeah. come on, those in the house. Come on, they wrecked shop that day. <laughs> yes. Everybody in the cars was like, yeah. who is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was really cool that they came out. <laughs> And they and they sang and they performed, but for me it was another. And the chambers beautiful. donated toys. Come on, you. Yes, you yes. blessed us with so many toys that took us over the hump. Like, yeah, well, know? that came from our toy drive that we do every year through the chamber and through my foundation, and we had some extra toys, and we we're fortunate to be able to to give you all some toys. You know, so that's 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 great. I. Personally, myself, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I think from a lot of the people that I grew up in Santa Ana. I mean, that's Santa Ana is dear to my heart. And so to be at these events that you guys are doing and to see the, the smiles in the kids and the blessings in the families, uh, it, it's priceless. And, and kudos to everything you're doing. I know we only have a few minutes left. I told you it goes by so oh, fast. Yeah, I, we're, we're having fun. I know you're also helping Mexico, right? Yes. Share with us a little bit about that, please. So getting introduced to Mexico and then taking the helm myself and saying, you know what, this is something I personally want to do and continue and be there. So going there now over six years now, we've been able to donate over three million pounds of resources uh, over into Mexico. That's awesome. We have an orphanage in the Valle. We have a school right there that helps the indigenous right there in TJ. We've partnered up with different rotary clubs. We also have a second foundation there, RJ. Foundation, which Sarah Jaime put me in, that introduced me to a different side of going into Mexico. And then now, um, through our partnerships there, we're starting Power of One Mexico, so that way we can be formally there and be able to drive our trucks and resources over there. But we've had help from companies like Vaso King, who we had over 3,000 uh, gallons of paint donated to us that they picked up and took over there to be able to help paint different schools and uh, orphanages in Mexico. So it's been a fun ride, and it's continuing to build. That's awesome. Um, so it's that's really exciting, and and Mexico has just opened up and been welcoming. Wow! You know, I got to tell you, man, it's it's a blessing everything you're doing. Thank you so much. I know you have a lot of moving projects. Where can people go to volunteer to find you guys to be a part of? all these things you're doing, where can they find you, please? So you can go to powerofonefoundation.org and then we you can sign up for our newsletter as well because we're putting things out monthly. And, you know, since this year has been, you know, life has taken over, we've been reorganizing and getting those things together, but all the volunteer opportunities are on our website. We make it very streamlined um, for people to come and we also have a partner like Volunteer Network where you can go into Volunteer Network and see different activities where you can volunteer that are even outside of Power of One because we're doing amazing work but there's so many people and so many foundations like us doing amazing work so we try to spread everything out so everybody can find uh, opportunities that are right for them to volunteer but please for all my come to volunteer with power of one we like to make it fun we put our djs out there we have jessica uh, pastry heaven out there serving food all the time you see how we do we make yes. it fun um, for us to be able to be there for the community yeah that's cool you guys have a dj you guys definitely take care of your volunteers so anyone listening and we'll share this with our chamber we'll share with our 
youth chamber. Please, uh, please go out and visit uh, Power One Foundation website. Also, you have an Instagram. Go find them there. Yes. Facebook. Yes. Um, connect with Andre. Connect with us if you need to reach Andre. Congratulations. Thank you for all you have done, all the awards. It's just Thank you. what a blessing. Um, and anything we can do for you, we're, we're here for you on behalf of the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, anything, last words before we leave here. Uh, for me, um, you know, Power One has done a lot, but without partners like the Chambers and other partners that stepped up to really build us up to who we are, we wouldn't be here. So thank you to the community and all the businesses and other foundations that partnered with us to create this big outreach that will continue until we can't do it anymore. Well, almost three million during the pandemic fed and 11 million throughout your lifetime. Thank you so much, Andre, for being here, folks. We'll see you all next Wednesday on our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Thank you, Andre, for being here. And uh, thank you, Power One Foundation. Take it away, Paul. Wow, a lot to take in today. Amazing people doing some incredible things. Which is why you got to come back each and every week to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.